Hey guys, so a couple quick announcements. First things first, we've got ourselves a stream episode coming October 24th. That's where we'll be doing a Q&A and also a Halloween special. So tune in to our YouTube channel uh, for that event. Also, you'll be listening to something that generally happens at the beginning of every recording. This is just kind of how we are. Um, so all I can say is, Taro, don't say I've never done anything for you. Craig, the intergalactic slapper of cheeks. Oh my god. And that is what he walks in on. <laughs> yeah. Right, say, okay. say, say goodbye, Churns. Good night, Bye. Daddy. Bye, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please edit that into the episode? <laughs> Yes. Okay, bye. We are so going to lose our G rating. <laughs> we are. That's, that's why I've been taking it out, because I'm like, uh, come on. Uh, we'll try. I'm trying here. I am. <laughs> you can't assume the unstoppable wave of sexuality that is Craig. It's just impossible. I know, right? He's just one big burly man of manliness that just wants to man you up. <laughs> it's just like you're automatically it, horny. It's like trying it's like trying to snuff out a fart underwater. Like it's there, but you just can't get it. Yeah. Alright, so right. as well as I thought it would. <laughs> 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 I've been wanting to use that for months and I blew it. Yeah, that wasn't the right moment, I guess. <laughs> I'll save it. You, you I'll tried. Save it I'll, I'll yeah. edit that out for you. How's that? No, leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> All mistakes are canon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, so that was um, that was how we tend to start most of our sessions that we... Uh, I edited out to keep a PG rating, so yeah, this is definitely not going to be that because of it. Regardless, uh, here we go, on with the episode. This is a Skeptic Frogs production. Fire. Air. Water. Earth. Eight years have passed since the Avatar's untimely end, with fear that the Avatar line may have ended, and with withering hope for the White Lotus to continue holding peace, the search for the next Avatar, hastily, begins. Previously, on Dice Benders. Why does Jaeger smell like burnt flesh? I was born into this clan known as the Surters. We essentially kill and stole from a lot of people. You're pretty much a, a criminal. So who's going with me to the uh, factory? Going with me, friend. Jaeger and Yang, you guys take off on Iroh as he flies away from the three-car pileup that you left uh, by flying Iroh into the middle of a busy street in a city. Uh, is there anything that the two of you want to talk about, or is there anything going on in your heads that you would like me to know? I guess I'm just used to the negative vibes. So I kind of... Not even acknowledging Jaeger. Okay. This is so gonna yeah. Long flight. <laughs> I was just about to make a pilot joke, but I decided against it. So you guys fly in. 
cold, airy silence until you reach towards the outskirts of the factory. I want both of you guys to roll me perception checks while you guys are flying towards there. I'm so pissed off, I rolled a two, and plus a two is a four. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, you said perception? Perception. I, I got a... Yeah, I got 19. Jesus. Alright, so Jaeger, you spot this immediately. You can tell... There's lights within the gate, uh, within the gated fence line of the factory. There are people walking around. There's equipment that you hadn't seen there from the time before. It looks like there's been a lot of work and activity being done to this factory today. Uh, Yang doesn't spot a single thing, and if he keeps on flying, you guys are going to get noticed by whatever's going on inside that fence area. Yang. What? Uh, there's a lot of activity down there. We should probably land before they see us. Fine. I guide Iro down towards uh, the outskirts of the factory to not be seen. Okay, you find yourself, uh, or you find Iro a nice clearing uh, within the trees, just far enough away to where. You weren't seen, and the factory is a short walking distance away from where you guys are right now. So how I do you want to approach this? Well, first thing you're going to do is leave your scimitars here. That's not going to happen. Well, it's probably one of the sure ways I can ensure you're not going to kill anybody else. Are you going to take away my bending, too? If I could, I would. Well, what are we... Well, what, how do you want to approach this? Do you want to bust out the White Lotus and tell them that we're here to investigate, or do you want to try and sneak in? Oh, uh, at this point, I'm just for the direct approach. I'm tired of s secrets and lies and stealth. Alright, we can try that. Is there anything else I should know before we continue? Well, you want me to tell you if I was breastfed or not? No, I just want to... <laughs> I, I, I use a Gus cantrip and try to knock him on his ass. <laughs> Alright, roll to see if you hit his AC. 19 plus my bending modifier is going to be 3, 19, 20, 21, 22. Alright, Jaeger, uh, what's your AC? It's 15. Alright, so Yang blows a gust at you and knocks you 10 feet away on your ass. Oh, you are such a tree. What can I say? Just don't kill anybody. Let's go. I'll do my best. So I'm going to be following behind him, kind of keeping a distance. Do you still have your scimitars? Sure do. Okay. And you guys, how are you approaching this? I'm just going to head straight toward the gate. Okay. You guys come out of the, the forest lining and just walk the path towards that front gate. Uh, immediately, there are lights that are cast upon you guys as you guys get close. A bunch of people turn and 
uh, face you guys. Uh, roll me a quick perception while you guys are on the ground heading towards the gate. Alright, that is a 17 plus 2, 19. I got a 9. Alright, Jaeger, you're just... <laughs> Jaeger, truthfully, you're focused on... Every time it's like the heat of the moment where it really counts, I just roll really low. <laughs> Jaeger, you're more focused on Yang... Uh, and his movements and body language right now than anything else. Yang, you look over and you recognize there seems to be a tent with some, uh, looks like the TVs that you guys had in the room and wires all going in and out of the factory. You're seeing people uh, look like uh, run they're running inside. You see one or two of them create uh, tunnels with earth bending, run into the tunnels and close it and uh, it just seems like there's a big commotion of people either leaving the line of sight or just uh, dispersing things so uh, it doesn't look as conspicuous is the best way I can put it with the type of role that you got. But you guys head on right up to the, uh, the fence and someone walks up uh, without opening the fence and is talking to you guys bet uh, with the fence between them and they go, uh, excuse me, you guys are not... You're not welcome here. This is private property. I'm assuming it's property of Mr. Linguini's? Uh, there is no Linguini in this city. Laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are with the White Lotus Academy, and we're actually here investigating the disappearances of the villagers and townspeople, along with the disappearances of the spirit totem, on the island nearby. Well, none of that can, uh, makes any difference to us. This is private property, and unless you have any kind of permit, you're not allowed on this premises, and I must politely ask you guys to leave. And I'm going to ask you politely to please just let us come in and investigate, rule you out as a suspect, and carry on our mission. Because this is private property and I don't have orders to let anybody in, I cannot do that. I take a step back and offer my hand out to Jaeger. Point at, at the direction of the guy at the gate. The guy at the gate? Yeah, the one we're talking to. Ah. Uh. uh... <laughs> Listen, man. The harder you resist, the harder we're going to fight. So you're either going to let us in and check it out, or we're going to have to force our way in. And aren't you guys members of the White Lotus? You guys do know you're not above the law, and the law states that this is private property, and you cannot be allowed inside without a permit. Then whose Simple property is it? That is none of your concern. Well, if I need to talk to the person in charge, then I need to find out who that is, so that way we can get clearance to come in, do our investigation, get out of your hair, and let you do your own thing. Uh, I do not need to give you guys access as to who owns this property. If you really want to get access to go inside, you'll have to go to the police station or speak with the White Lotus officials if you guys are, as you say, the White Lotus. And he kind of, he, he backs away from the fence a little bit as he's saying that. And he uh, he hears you say if, if they've got a phone, but he goes... Uh, I've, I'm a very busy person, and I must ask you guys one more time to leave the premises. I 
cannot allow you permission into our facility here. This is private property and you guys are trespassing. Alright, fine. I'll be back. Jaeger, can you keep an eye on things? I'm gonna go to the police station. Oh, sure thing. And I pull out my whistle and I blow on it for Iroh. All right, Iroh uh, comes out of the the tree line, and as he is landing down next to you, he goes <clears throat> as he makes this thud hey, and touches the ground. I need you to keep an eye on our friend here. I say in quotations, pointing at Jaeger. Iroh just looks at Jaeger and looks back at you. Make sure he doesn't do something stupid. I take my glider and I open it. Okay. So. I was not expecting to have to do all of this. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting you guys to just walk up either. <laughs> well, my original plan was just to have Iroh just crash in there. That sounds like it'll hurt a lot of people. Was that a, a backhanded comment? No, I would never do such a <laughs> uh, I apologize for the wait. Uh -huh. oh, you're drumming. Yep, that means something's going right his way, and it means that one of us is going to be screwed over. <laughs> no, I'm actually looking for something for you, Yang. Um, you will have to roll a concentration if you're trying to fly. I am trying to fly. Yep, uh, and you have been giving yourself disadvantage on this, would you still say that you are in a state of mind that would instill more disadvantage? I would say at this point I am definitely not in the headspace to focus. Alright, then roll a concentration with disadvantage as you spend a chi point trying to fly. Alright, so I already did. The first roll was a 10 and the second roll was an 11. Alright, so 10 plus your constitution. Or uh, is that with... Is that with everything added? That's with the constitution. I have a zero constitution. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, well, with the ten, you are still able to successful, uh, successfully fly. So you pull out your, your quarterstaff, turn it into a glider, and successfully fly for the first time since landing in Bay Long for an extended period. And Jaeger, uh, you're just watching Yang as he pulls out his glider. Um, very done with this sort of attitude as he takes a, a running start and just takes off towards the city. Okay. <clears throat> so, what time of day is it? It is the afternoon. There is, uh, the moon is, uh, the moon is up. You see a little bit of daylight left. So it's just enough so that you guys can see what's going on, but you can definitely tell it's it's nighttime any minute now. So it's dusk, essentially? Yes, thank you. Okay. Uh, can I do... A, can I redo a perception to look around and stuff? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Please, Dice Gods. Okay, I got a 16 this time. Alright, and is there anything that you're looking for specifically? Uh, ways in, how many people... Uh, you are seeing just about the same sight that you saw from the sky, only 
closer to you now. You see the one man that went up to talk to you is talking to a few others. A lot of people seem to be walking into the, the building. Very few of them are now coming out at this point to do a few more things. Uh, they're moving stuff around. The stuff that you saw that was within the fence line before has been moved or is just no longer here at all. You do see... Um, because the factory is near the riverbank, you do see a, it looks like a ship, a, a steamship of some kind, uh, docked off of the riverbank close to the Ooh. factory. Um, you also see the tent that I mentioned earlier uh, is full of those little TV screens, some wiring going in. Uh, you even see some cameras are set outside. Um, you can't quite make out what's going on on those TV screens because of the angles. But one thing that you would be super happy to see is that your throwing axe is resting on the uh, the tent's stand, uh, the uh -huh. tent's uh, leg. Uh -huh. Oh, man. So, okay, I gotta, I gotta think about that. Because if I just go up and grab that axe, they're gonna know that I was there the previous night causing trouble. Not to mention it's still locked. Ah. Because all of this is inside the gate and you guys are still on the outside of it. How tall is Iroh? Is he, uh... Would it, like, let's say, theoretically, I wanted to jump in from a giant sky bison. <laughs> would that be plausible? Oh, you're trying to, like, climb on top of Iroh and then climb over the fence? Yeah. Um. Hmm. Roll me. No, you wouldn't have to roll for that, I guess. You look at Iroh, and you can see uh, he's a pretty plump bison. Uh, you can climb up on him and, yeah, sure, with a little bit of effort, try to jump over the fence. Uh, but you do see on this area of the fence, they do have the barbed wiring along the top to prevent people from doing anything like that. Right. So it would the just require a little effort? It would require a little effort, yeah. Okay, I'll give that little effort. Uh, right at the front of the gate? Yep. All right, cut to Yang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I am not ready to deal with that right now. Yang, um, <laughs> you you fly to the city. Um, you fly around. You look for the police station. You eventually do find it. Uh, you can tell it's the police station because the outside of it seems to have a little gated area for vehicles. Uh, you do see a police badge with the United Provinces symbol in it, and it says Beilong Police Station on a sign that's outside. You land... You enter inside, and it's very, like... Uh, you ever play the game L.A. Noir? Yes. The inside looks a lot like that. You walk inside, and you're seeing a bus in one... Uh, you're in this small room, which is where everybody comes in to speak with the person that's behind the, the desk, the front desk, the one door on one side. Uh, the one that's on their left side is... The... The, the, was that the dog? Yeah. 
she my uh roommate was bringing a tire to the backyard she's very weird okay. i thought your mic was getting possessed yeah I thought <laughs> too. every time i tried to talk it was like making the noise uh, <laughs> i'm sorry you're fine but you see the door on the uh who what would they be a secretary i guess the policeman on duty behind the desk, the right door, uh, the door on their right side is closed, the door on their left side the is closed. The desk open. sergeant. Thank you, yes, the desk sergeant is sitting there, and then on the, uh, the door on his left side is open, and you see there are plenty of desks and police walking around in there. Some are walking out to head outside, some are walking in. Uh, some of them even have a perpetrator uh, right in front of you. You see a few people are arguing about a, a uh, car collision that just happened earlier today, uh, trying to speak with someone so that they could file a report on that. And that's what you face as you're walking inside. Um, I walk up to the desk. Okay, and, and the... Go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Uh, as you try to do that, the uh, desk... What do you call them again? A desk teller? Desk sergeant. Sergeant. I'm going to write that down. Desk sarge. Not sag. The desk sarge looks very unamused by the two people that are arguing in front of them about a uh, the police report with the, with the, um, the car collision and looks over at you as the two of them are arguing, and he goes, Hey, how, how can I help you? Are you here about the car collision as well? No, I'm actually a member of the White Lotus Academy, and I'm here to get some kind of paper or something to search the factory. And you see, he just nods and he goes, Oh, there shouldn't be any papers needed. That factory is abandoned. Well, apparently it's owned by somebody and they won't let us go in and investigate the possible disappearances of uh, your missing people, your missing townspeople. Um, we just want to investigate, make sure that nothing untold and unforward is going on there. And if everything is clear then we would continue our search elsewhere. But for now, they refuse, the people there refuse to let as, us as in. As you're saying that, uh, a man walks up behind you, um, cuts you off right towards the end. He, he comes up, he taps you on the shoulder, and he goes, oh, Excuse me, sir. Uh, you said you're a member of the White Lotus. You turn around and you see it looks like a police... Um, he seems to be of a higher uh, status uh, because he's he's wearing a trench coat. He he looks very detective-y, basically. Ah, okay. So I was going to say it would either be a detective, lieutenant, or a captain. Yep, he, he definitely gives off a detective vibe, and he, re uh, he reaches out his hand to give you a handshake, and he goes, uh, I'm Detective Caden. I am Yang of the White Lotus Academy. I shake his hand. Uh, he shakes your hand, he smiles, and he goes, uh, you come into my, uh, come over to my desk, we'll, we'll have a talk over there. Of course, thank you. Mm -hmm. 
and you guys get guided through uh, through the right door, and you see all the desks and stuff. All the police are doing their desk duties, or there are some desks that don't have anybody. It does seem like a bit a bustling, like 1930s uh, police station. Uh, but you go into a room that's sort of the main floor here, where he has his own room, his own desk, his own uh, door that he can shut, window, all of this stuff, and he walks you inside it's dimly lit you can smell the smells of cigar smoke but you see a nice very neat desk he keeps his entire room very nice and tidy very organized as you would expect for a detective he has a small filing cabinet behind his desk uh, a chair that's in front of it and a chair where he would sit behind it there is a blackboard on the opposite end of where his desk is that has a bunch of markings on it uh, it looks like due to an investigation that he's in the middle of, uh, he goes and goes behind his desk and gestures for you to sit down in the chair in front of it as he sits down at his. I sit down. And he, he sits down, uh, opens his desk, pulls out, it looks like a bottle of some kind of drink. Uh, he gestures to see if you would want some. I hold up my hand, no thank you. <laughs> he just gives a nod, pours himself a glass, closes it up, closes his drawer, leans back in his chair with the glass in his right hand, and he starts kind of idly stirring it with his hand, with the motion in his hand. And he gives you a, a solid look for like five seconds before he finally goes, So what? What was I hearing about you uh, needing access to the factory? Myself and another White Lotus member are investigating the discern- I'm purposely leaving out that there's two other members. Um, but uh, anyway, continuing on. Uh, myself and another White Lotus member are currently investigating the dis disappearances of your townspeople. Um, in our investigation, we noticed that the totem on the island went missing. Uh, we've also been pointed to a direction towards the factory, and there we discovered it is not abandoned, but is in fact home to something going on, and whoever owns it, or whoever's there, refuses to let us in without a search authorization of some sort and as you're talking to everything you're saying he just kind of slowly nods as though he's taking in everything that you're saying but for leaving out your two members i want you to roll me a deception check 15 plus one is a 16. okay so he's still sitting there hasn't taken a drink at all uh but he still has his his uh his glass in his hand and as you finish talking he still kind of sits there and nods for a little bit still leaning back and he finally goes well uh, that's something that I've been investigating myself people gone missing uh, but there haven't been any leads to speak of uh, the totem going missing that's something new to me uh, since that's uh, outside of the city parameters we don't inspect anything like that now, let me ask you though, 
There was, uh, there were two murders that happened within the city today. A person that committed those murders claimed to be a member of the White Lotus. Do you know anything about that? That was my partner, who is at the factory right now. Oh, you snitch! <laughs> Across the wind, Yang hears something. Snitch. Oh my god, I just... Okay, let me get back into character real quick. Oh my god! <laughs> like, you weren't expecting honesty. So, uh, Detective Candon just kind of widens his eyes a little bit and nods, and he goes, You said at the factory. What is he, is he trying to break in? Well, I mean, if we have to break in, we will, but I'm here hoping to get authorization to freely search it. We want to make sure that every all our bases are covered. Right. Right. Oh, you see, I don't... And he lean, He, he kind of leans back in his chair again, and he goes, Now, I don't, I don't really see why the White Lotus would be here for anything like that, though. I understand people going missing is, is a big deal, but this is a... Ultimately, this is a small town, so, like, what, what brings y'all... Where did you get these orders to come and see us? We get our orders from the White Lotus Master. And, we, took, we took an oath long ago with Avatar Korra to protect the world. The Avatar is gone at the moment. Who else is going to protect us, the, our world, if if not the Avatar? You really think and, that we just give up on, on a small community like this? As you're saying that, uh, he does kind of glance outside of the, uh, the glass that he has to see into the rest of the office. He locks eyes with one of the detect- or one of the other officers. He, uh, moves his finger to allow them inside, and as you're talking, he writes down a little note, rips it off of his notebook, and hands it to the officer. The officer leaves the room, shuts the door. Uh, you finish what you're saying, and then he goes, I mean, that's, that's completely true. You guys are meant to be, uh, you know, essentially the world police. But, uh, don't you think if you guys are the world police, you got people in your ranks that are killing people, shouldn't you be bringing them in? Believe me, I would like nothing more than to sit here and be willing to hand him over to you. But unfortunately, the fact of the matter is, is my comrade, while I may not agree with his actions, acted in self-defense. Self-defense, you say? Were you there? I was not. But so how witnesses you... were, and those witnesses told me defense. Witnesses, huh? Are you talking about the same witnesses that almost got singed by some fire that was being burst out of that, out of the, uh... Damn, I'm out of it right now. Alleyway. Thank you. Are you talking about the same witnesses that almost got burned as they were walking past this alleyway from these firebenders going at it? 
you know, leaving one burnt to a crisp, unidentifiable, and the other one slaughtered. Detective, we can sit here and try to go over that investigation. But right now, my duty is to the missing people and to the missing spirit. And you know, my duty is to these people. So I think there's a way that we can help each other out. And he gets it, he leans in real close. For the first time, he sets down his drink and he, cro he crosses his fingers over his desk and he goes, Two murders just took place in my city. I need the per the one that did that to come inside. They need to pay for what they did. White Lotus or not, murder is not okay. You bring him in, I can see what I can do about getting you a warrant. Cut over to Jaeger. So Jaeger, how are you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling pretty carefree right now. <laughs> I got swords in front and apparently swords in the back now. <laughs> I didn't get to finish, bro, so you'll have to wait to find out what happens with me. Okay. So, Jaeger, explain to me how you're doing this. Okay, so I'm pretty carefree, you know, I hop over the fence and I'm just beelining, like, not like in a running, but more casual. Like, I, I might as well be whistling while I'm walking up to the axe. Okay, and this is your climbing up on Iroh to hop over the fence, uh, barbed wire uh, on the top. So roll me athletics. Okay, to see, to see how easily you can get a, over the fence. Uh, I'll let you roll it with advantage because you're hopping over Iroh. Um, so this is one that you will definitely pass, but depending on your roll determines if you take damage from the barbed wire. Okay. Hang on, I gotta do some math because athletics is my best. Um, mm -hmm. I got a 15. 15? That's yeah. not too bad. That's just a... No, that wouldn't even have been a roll from what I got. So you are able to successfully hop over without taking any damage. And the second you land on the ground, you see the person that you were talking to turn around and say, Oh, you're not supposed to be here! Oh, oh, and he, he uh, pull up, pulls out his walkie-talk and starts talking to people, um, saying that there's an intruder in the perimeter of the, uh, or in the area of the fence. Oh, walkie-talkies. Very organized. Thank you! And I go, hey! That axe looks really familiar. Where'd you get it? What? <laughs> Did you say thank you? Yeah. <laughs> what? Because you said it's organized. Yeah. So, I point to the axe and I yell at him. That axe looks really familiar. Where'd you get that from? And I need you to roll me a strength saving throw. Oh, wait. Am I under attack? I'll tell you. You got 17. 17, that does save. Uh, you feel the same tremoring that you felt under your feet when being attacked by the police 
and you hop out of the way and as you do you turn and you see the person that was speaking to you through the fence has his hand out as though he tried to just do an earthen grasp on you whoa 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 hang on hang on now i said you're not allowed to be here and go hang ahead on. and try to make try to make it again try to oh my god uh 19 19 that passes uh you are able to dodge yourself out of the way and you turn and you see someone came out of the factory doing the same motions yeah and then you see two so... other people oh my god so touchy like do you guys realize whose axe that is and one of them walks up the one one of them that hasn't moved uh done any bending yet walks up slowly and he goes well why don't you tell us whose it is listen have you guys ever heard of the surter clan uh of course we have they're one of the biggest threats in the whole town we're well, neighbors me, practically well let me tell you something that axe belongs to their leader and if he finds out that you guys have it he's gonna destroy you guys He's going to come in with this whole clan and try to get that thing back. Roll me a deception check. I got a... I got a 16. You said 16? I heard the train derail. <laughs> Meets beats. So they look at you. There's four people. Hmm. Alright, so you see three of them kind of hesitantly stop, and then another one finally speaks up, and he goes, Now, I know that's, I know that's crap. The person that dropped that here last time, there were three others. And they were all doing more than just firebending. And they all raise their hands again and start walking towards you slowly. Listen, I'm White Lotus Society. We are actually investigating them. We're not here for the disappearances. We're trying to quell the raids that they've been doing. And trust me, they've expanded their operations quite a bit. So why don't you just give me the axe and we can leave you guys alone? I'm doing this to help you. The second you say you're a member of the White Lotus, your body tenses. You're frozen, stiff, and jagged at the same time. You see, one of the ones that haven't bended yet walks up, their hands out, grotesquely stretched. And as they move their fingers down, you feel your body forcing itself to the ground. Oh no. It feels as though your blood is pulling you down into the ground. Ugh. The one that spoke to you guys from the fence line smiles, looks at the rest of them, looks back at you, he goes, ah, you got, I guess, uh, being White Lotus, we've got some positions for you and the rest of your gang whenever they get here. Get you guys on set. Cut over to on Yang. On set? Oh my god. I had to pee that whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I need water, but I'm, I'm pushing through. So Yang, you just got... Yeah, that's fine. Pee yourself some water. I gotta pee too. Okay. All right, yeah, we'll be right back. All 
All right, so we cut back to you. Uh, you are in the office with a Detective Candon. He just gave you an offer. Turn in your teammate, and he'll see what he can do about getting you the warrant for the factory. I want to incite him. Uh, all right, go ahead. Uh, I get the heebie-jeebies. Natural 20! And you said you just got a natural 20? Yep, natural 20 on plus an, 2 is 22. On an insight, he yep. is lying through his teeth. So he says that as he's leaned in uh, very far, fingers crossed, uh, and just looks at you, uh, trying to analyze you. I'm going to take a look at his hands real quick, but subtly. Okay. Um... You said subtly, right? Yeah, like I'm not gonna make it all. I'm just gonna pretend like I'm looking around, just trying to think about it. But I'm also trying to get a quick glance of his hand. Uh, roll investigation. Be good, please. Uh, fifteen plus a three is eighteen. All right, what are you looking for? Um, since I, I'm assuming I've already seen, because of the hand, uh, the glove situation, we've established that we got, I've figured out why. Um, since I've seen the uh, mark on his, uh, Jaeger's hand, I'm just trying to see if this guy has the same mark as Jaeger, I guess. Uh, you see that he does have a pair of gloves on. Damn. At this point, I just stand up and smile. I'll see you very soon. So what? What's the deal? Are you uh? What What are you doing here? Let's help each other out. Well, you want something that I have. You have something I need. Where do you think I'm going? And he leans back in his chair. He grabs his drink again and starts. Um, stirring it with his hand motion. Do you want him or not? And he just looks at his drink and looks back at you, finally takes a drink, uh, he takes some of it, and he goes, well, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, you already gave him away when you told me where he was. I am gonna try to open the door. Okay. You open the door without any problems. He gets up from his desk. Well, I guess I will be back. He gets up, uh, looks at you before you walk out the doorway, and he goes, One way or another, the murders are my priority, and those murders are going to be taken care of. One way or the other, I'm not letting you get Jaeger. You're an accomplice to murder, then. As you shut the door, you hear him say, you're an accomplice to murder. I begin to walk. Okay. As you do, you kind of try to read the room, and the air within it has changed. Um, Hearing the detective shout that out, the cops that are in this room now, some have papers, some have folders, some are in their desks. Almost all of them are just watching you and scanning you. Well, 
Y'all have a good day. I'll go take care of this matter myself since you're obviously late. And I leave. You go to try to walk out. I take off to go towards Jaeger. You go to try to walk out the front door and you see there's already two or three officers within that uh, opening room where the desk sarge is in. And they're standing, blocking the way. They go, excuse me, sir, are you an airbender? Yes. Well, we have witnesses saying that you were the cause of incidences where people were injured in car accidents. I... deeply sorry about that. I was not aware of that. Roll... <laughs> roll me deception. What a roller coaster going on right now. <laughs> who, who says it's a deception? Who says I actually was genuinely not aware? I you had are... Don't even, don't even, you were there, dude. What is a car? <laughs> exactly, what is a car? <laughs> An 11 plus 1 is 12. Okay. Two, two of them don't really, um, you know, two of them just kind of nod and think, like, they start to kind of move out the way, and another one is like, Oh, no, no, uh, you being an airbender, I'm pretty sure you're new in town. I haven't seen that face before. You've got to be the one with that bison. Then those two that were about to move stop, look at each other, and then, like, go back to their stance blocking the doorway. I let out a sigh. Gentlemen, I am deeply sorry and truly apologetic about that. I was unaware of what had happened. If there's a way I can pay the damages back, please let me know, and I will make sure it's done as quickly as possible. Okay. And you see uh, two of them look at each other and then look at the one in the middle that called you out. Uh, they see he just kind of stands there and eyes you a little bit. So the two of them eventually walk up uh, towards you um, to try to steer you back into the room that you were in. Gentlemen, please, I am honestly here to assist. I'm, we've been sent to investigate the disappearances of your missing people. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about it in one of the rooms. Uh, I got two choices. I'm, I'm in my head right now. I got two choices right now. I can either say screw it because I'm already done or I can just follow the teachings of Master Go and take my punishment like I've always been taught I turn around and comply thank you everyone for listening to book one search episode 13 Yang and Jaeger part one cops and robbers be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter under the name Dicebenders D&D, all one word, and join us in our Discord. Links are in the description. This is a homebrew D&D 5e live-action playcast using class models partially based on dndwiki.com. This game is set in the world of Avatar, created by Bryke, published by Nickelodeon. All credits for music and sounds will be found in the show notes. The new Bender classes are ready for playtesting. Drop by our Discord and tell us what element you'd like to bend to get a chance to use them. And leave us comments or concerns that you may have. 
Also, with our stream special October 24th, we're doing a Q&A. So leave us a question wherever you find us, and we'll answer it there, live on YouTube. Take care, everybody. Love you all.